Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fucked If I Know the Podcast, episode 22. Now, I know I say this every three or four episodes, but apologies for being missing in action yet again. For those of you following along on Instagram, a lot has been happening at uh, Gabby HQ, I guess. Um, we've had a switch over from my branding um, into just Gabby Second Flag instead of Ambito Academy and Ambito Photography. Um, I've separated my photography from my coaching business. We're renovating a house. We just moved into an office which I am tuning in uh, from right now. So we moved into our very own office space. Uh, the cauldron has been launched. The well has been launched. There's been a lot going on. So you can understand that the podcast has taken a bit of a back seat. But I have really missed sharing this content with you because being able to speak to you in quick, short, kind of chunks of time is the best way that I love to connect with you guys and to give you um, information and actionable tasks to help improve your life and and all that kind of stuff. So I have really missed doing the podcast. I'm really excited to punch out a couple of those for you today and and share them over the next few weeks. So welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, I did want to start with uh, before we kick into today's episode, which is all about uh, moving overseas and the three things that people don't tell you before moving overseas. It's a question that Um, I get asked a lot, so I thought I would share with you today. But before we dive in, I just wanted to give you guys a friendly reminder that if you're really enjoying the podcast and you really uh, benefit from the content that I share with you, I would absolutely love to welcome you into The Well, which is a monthly subscription that I offer. Um, It is £11 a month and you get access to all of the month's content beforehand. So we're in March right now, um, March 2022. So you would get access from January, February and March. So you get all that content beforehand. And in each month, you get a 15 minute video pep talk from me on a certain topic of the month you get a meditation guided by myself and a card spread as well so it's a really lovely way to just get a little bit of me um, in your life a little bit of Gabby in your pocket (laughs) for that extra pep talk and um, reinvigoration and revitalization uh, each month and just to keep you on track with your goals so yeah if you are interested in joining the well that's just on my website which is still called ambitoacademy.com so you can check that out and come join in for the well. But today we are talking about three things that you may not have known before. Um, three things I didn't know before moving overseas, essentially. Three things that I wish I was kind of prepped and told. And I'm recording this because I do get asked a lot on, in regards to moving overseas, what to expect, what to prep and all of that. So in this episode, we're not necessarily talking about like how to set up your bank account and how to find a flat and all of that kind of thing. We're going to talking about the three things that I really didn't anticipate or expect before I moved over here. Um, and now something that I have a conversation with people a lot when they've relocated. One of my friends has just moved um, here to Scotland and is experiencing a lot of homesickness and a lot of the feelings that, um, yeah, a lot of feelings that don't get spoken about a lot because you always see the highlight reel on Instagram. You always see the best of the best and you think, oh, you know, it'd be so dramatic and wonderful and, you know, magical to move overseas and it would just be so effortless and my life would be seamless and it's not so much the case there's always a moment of transition always um a moment of what the fuck am I doing very very common feeling uh so I thought I would record this both for my my dear friend who has just moved here um as a little reassurance for her and also to anybody else who is considering moving overseas so we're going to dive straight in so the first thing that you may not realize about relocating overseas is it's actually quite anticlimactic. now not to say it's not exciting and it's amazing and you get to start this new chapter in this new version of your 
your life. But I honestly think that on the build up to me moving to Scotland, the build up was more exciting than the actual relocation. Not to say that I wasn't thrilled to obviously see my boyfriend who I hadn't seen for six fucking months um, and be in a country that I adore. But it was just so much prep and excitement and nervous energy right before the move. And when I got here, it was like, woohoo, you're home okay, now we need to kind of get into a normal pattern of life. So it's so different to like a holiday. And I think that's sometimes where the energy or the feeling can get uh, misinterpreted of you think, oh, it's going to be so exciting and I get there and I'm going to do all these activities. It's going to be amazing. But the reality of a relocation is that often um, if you haven't already got one, you have to look for a flat. Um, you've got to make new friends. You've got to find a job. You've got to find all your favorite local places, you know, like where you go get your nails done or where you go get a coffee and there's a lot of like this transition period uh, that can feel, yeah, really anticlimactic and a bit like boring because it's really life heavy, very adult heavy. Like how do I get a bank card? How do I register my phone, get a new SIM card and all of this stuff? And it's quite a um, an intense amount of energy that you put into a very short period of time. Like in your usual life over a long period of time, you get a, set up a bank card when you're like 15 or when you get a new job and you set up your tax when you have to. And all of these things happen in bit by bit. But when you relocate, it's like you have to do all of this shit all of a sudden. And it's really boring adult stuff most of the time. <laughs> so it can be quite anticlimactic when you first get here thinking fuck I've got to set up all of this stuff and it's not as fun as I thought it was going to be but I will put this on the flip side and say whilst it can be anticlimactic once everything does settle and the dust settles and you've you've got your favorite things and you set up and you've got the job and you've got the apartment or the flat and you're in a bit of a rhythm when all of that is settled things start to get really great again and I think it's uh, a longevity thing like the payoff is so worth it like the reward for your efforts is so worth it It just takes a little bit longer than it would say turning up for a holiday and having a jam-packed couple of weeks or months um, and doing all these fun activities and doing all these things it's a totally different energy to actually moving so that's the first thing I want you to be aware of it's um, very anticlimactic when you move overseas. Um, the second thing that I want to say is that you're going to have to push yourself out of your comfort zone in a lot of areas. So if you're moving to a country where you literally know nobody, you're going to have to set up a new, you're going to have to go out there and make new friends. And I don't know if you have realized this, but making friends as an adult can be really fucking difficult. <laughs> Gone are the days when you're a kid and you'd literally just walk up to someone and be like, hey, do you want to be my friend? And they're like, yeah, or not. And then you get on with your life and either have a best friend forever or you don't like that kid anymore so gone are those days and now it's an effort it's an effort for us to find friendships as adults so you really do have to push yourself out of your comfort zone meet up with a lot of people you've never met before go to events alone um go looking like go if you're in some, you know, somewhere, say for Scotland and you want to go check out the castle or check out uh, Arthur's seat or whatever, you're probably going to have to do that by yourself. And that can be a really, really lonely experience. So you do have to push yourself out of your comfort zone all of the time to be making new friends. And even finding that friend that just clicks with you, that also takes time as well. And I think that's a bit of a misconception of you make friends immediately um, and they're all your best pals and you get along with them really, really well. And they have all the time for you and you have all the time for them. Not always the case. A lot of the time you are going to have to put in lots of effort and lots of time into cultivating friendships, meeting new people and eventually finding people who click. So when I first moved to Scotland, the way that I actively sought out friends because I knew it was a really big thing for me to have a solid group of um, friends and people to spend time with when I got here. For me, the way I consciously went out to make friends was I attended classes and workshops. So I went to lots of dance classes, went to a few um, like workshops around um, magic and tarot reading and um, um, you know, things that really interested me. So I have a think about topics or themes or 
things that you really like and go into group scenarios with them. If you're into a sport, you know, going um, joining a sports club or if you are interested in pole dancing, go join a pole class or a dance class is really good. Um, going to yoga, going to networking events and just all of these events that interest you. So find things that interest you because obviously then the type of people that you like will also be at these types of events. Um, going to gigs, going to concerts, going to... Gosh, literally anything, anything that interests you. So making sure that you push yourself out of your comfort zone and go to these places. And then when you're there, going up and talking to people. And there's a lot of power in your vulnerability. So you being able to go up to someone and be like, hey, I'm brand new to this class. I'm feeling really fucking nervous. Do you mind if I just stick with you? Or could you just guide me through, um, you know, and just be my little reassurance power for the, you know, for the evening or whatever. And if you do really click with someone, invite them out for a coffee. Hey, again, I'm new in town, really looking to make some friends. Is there any chance you'd be interested in grabbing a coffee sometime? It's that simple. And to be honest, If you really think about it, there are so many people who are seeking connection, especially now, like we're coming out of the pandemic and people are missing that in-person connection. So I think there's a lot of power in you being able to be vulnerable and expressing that desire to create friendships and cultivate relationships with people because not everyone has the confidence to do so. So you never know at these events and at workshops and at classes, who else is also feeling really vulnerable or really nervous and there to make friends who don't have the confidence to approach somebody and say, hey, like, could I just hang out with you? It's a really beautiful thing to be able to do and it's pretty rare that someone's going to reject you it's pretty rare that someone's gonna be like lol no like I, I don't think it's ever happened to me maybe I'm just really lucky but also I just don't think that people are that fucking mean um you can tune into the vibe of a room you can tune into the vibe of a person and you can generally tell who you could approach and who you could ask um you know to to just hang out with just for the night just to get a little bit comfortable so you are going to have to push yourself out of your comfort zone very very frequently but this is a really great skill to have um a confidence building skill which is so it is feels like a negative having to push yourself out of your comfort zone but it is a really big positive thing as well Um, just for your own social skills (laughs) your ability to approach people and put yourself out there is a really wonderful skill to have to improve your confidence too so first thing is um, it's a little bit anticlimactic second thing is that you're going to have to push yourself out of your comfort zone pretty fucking often and the third thing that I wish I knew before moving overseas is that it's Um, it will take a while to feel fully like it's home. I would say that it has taken six to eight months to feel really comfortable here in Scotland. And what I mean by that is uh, it's a mixture of everything. So having those friendship circles, having a good rhythm with my work and like obviously for me, like I work for myself, but having to cultivate a new network. So not only did I find new fucking friends here, but I had to find new people to work with like as in photography clients and all of that. So if you, one of the benefits of getting a job like working at a cafe or working um, in another industry or whatever is that you'll make friends at work. So that's always a really big plus. But if you're like me and you work for yourself um that's another kind of hurdle that you have to get over so when you're when you're here your things won't feel like home for a while they're not going to feel fully settled for a little while whilst you find your people your rhythm at work adjusting to the seasons especially if you are moving up to the northern hemisphere where the daylight is very different to what it's like in the southern hemisphere when I first moved here it was in winter and the sun set at three o'clock in the afternoon and that took some getting used to Um, my sleep rhythm had to change a lot I had to adjust to the water here my skin had to adjust to the climate Um, my weight fluctuated naturally as it would um, when you're moving in your stress so just being okay with that around your body changing and just being um, patient with yourself finding a gym finding a way that you like to exercise finding the local where like places to walk if you start driving here finding the the places like the easy like 
side streets and you know how you can get shortcuts and all that kind of stuff where you go for you for a good coffee where to go for a good meal um, your favorite cinema all of those bits and pieces that you kind of take for granted when you've lived somewhere for many years of you get really comfortable of knowing where your things are or even just like going to the grocery store like obviously um, grocery stores are different all over the world but little things like I can't get like beauty products at like a, a supermarket in Scotland so you'd have to go to a specific like pharmacy or whatever in Australia you could just go down to like your local Woolies and and buy a lipstick and buy a face powder and an owl clipper or whatever but you can't really do that here it's really bizarre so you'd have to go to Boots or um, Superdrug or like a specific store for that so that took some getting used to I know it seems like something so silly but all of these things kind of add up when you are in a new location and it can feel I don't know just like everything doesn't fit right everything just feels slightly off like you're putting it on an ill-fitting pair of trousers you're like oh god like this doesn't feel quite right um the the mannerisms feel different the custom like um not customs but I guess customs like the customs of like how people act and what's polite and what's not polite depending on where you're moving there's just it's a steep learning curve and you must learn things so fucking quickly and that can feel really unsettling and really uncomfortable but again the good news is eventually you do fall into a rhythm and you cultivate a life and you cultivate routines and rhythms and you just get into a nice state of flow eventually but it does take time and I wish that people expressed more um, how long that can take it's not just as simple as just rocking up and being like cool everything's in place and it's all working even if you have got a job and a flat set up like I had a I had a flat here um, I had my own job and I had a partner here and I still experienced this so I imagine people moving with absolutely nothing it's like baptism by fucking fire when you first get here um, I mean to be fair before I met Billy when I first moved overseas that's literally the scenario I was in Um, But I wasn't here for very long because of the pandemic. Uh, But yeah, it really does take a lot of time for you to really, really feel like you are truly home. So taking all of this into consideration, it's just a good thing to think about. I'm not trying to talk you out of moving overseas at all because it is one of the most incredible, rewarding amazing experiences that I've ever had albeit heartbreaking when you miss your family and you miss events and there's lots of downsides pros and cons to everything right but at the end of the day if you've had a niggle and a pull to move overseas and that niggle won't go away and you just feel like I really just want to go remember that you don't want to get to the end of your life and regret anything so just fucking go for it just move and you can always move back home and that was the reminder for myself like if I can move to Scotland in the middle of a pandemic I can always move back to Australia that's my little speaker turning off just um I can always move back to Australia if I need to so remember you can always go home there's always somewhere else that you can go um and that if you get somewhere and it's not 100% fit just yet it's totally fine it's a patience game um we do have to just be patient and trust in the divine timing trust in the universe and above all trust in ourselves that we made a decision for a reason and it will all pay off in the end it's all part of a bigger plan in our lives so some things to consider before you decide to move overseas uh but as i said if anyone says to me i'm thinking about moving overseas i'm always a full body heck fucking yes to them because i think that there is so much to be learned and gained about moving overseas that you can't get from any other experience so i hope you've enjoyed today's podcast if you have any questions about moving overseas you can shoot me a message on instagram um which is i'm just gabby second flag on instagram now um you can shoot me an email there's plenty of ways to contact me but as i mentioned at the start of 
the podcast. If you're looking for a way to connect with me on a more regular basis, you can always jump into The Well, my monthly subscription. I would absolutely love to welcome you in there. Um, And I forgot to mention as well, in The Well, once a month we sit down in a live moon circle. So either a full moon or a new moon and all of my wellies, as I like to call them, have the opportunity to ask me questions about the content of the month as well. So you get direct access to me once a month to kind of pick my brain too. So it's pretty pretty sweet deal um so i would love to see you in there if you do decide to come and join in but thank you again for tuning into the podcast today i can't wait to speak to you guys again very soon